Welcome, welcome, welcome to Planning Phase Syndicate, episode 129. Planning Phase celebrates the holidays? Are we really going to celebrate the holidays? Welcome to the year-end show, folks. Tonight, we will be doing our last episode before the new year. It doesn't mean we're folding. It just means we're going to take a couple of weeks off to uh, relax, plan some stuff for next year, and uh, work on, I guess, audio levels. <laughs> um, so hopefully tonight, audio levels will be a little bit more in sync. Um, some of it is a little crazy uh, in how I do things, so sometimes things get mixed up. So I'm testing a new method to see if it works tonight. Uh, to begin with, the first thing I wanted to do is, if you have not yet, we had last week we talked about donating you to a You Can Do store. And they are running a charity to help raise $1,500 to send children with cancer to their camp. So it's a really amazing thing. It's going to bring hope, joy, and connect your community by helping donate and bringing a child with cancer to camp. Uh, this organization is out in Oregon. They've been around since 86, and they've helped serve over 4,000 ch children with programming free of charge. And I think that's pretty amazing. So hopefully if you have the ability to, you're able to donate. The link is in the description of the show. I believe donations are still up, at least as of earlier tonight. It was still up. Uh, and I threw a link in Twitch in case you're watching live. Hopefully that will work for everyone. With that being said, why don't we bring in my co-host for tonight. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Benchwarmer himself, Alex. How are you tonight, sir? Oh, I'm doing okay. Had a fun week, I guess. Not not really much going on, just getting a bunch of stuff I needed to get done. And joining us with another win for the Lions, Mr. JJ, <laughs> Lions fan. You need to get rid of that jersey because that's not part of the requirements for the show. Sorry, you said nothing about the jersey when we made this bet. It was only about the hats, buddy. I know. Just remember, you owe me you owe me three more episodes. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. With I the gotcha. hell, with the hat, and and I get to pick which ones. You don't. We're not going to play this off season game here. <laughs> okay, fair. That's fine. All right. So hopefully your 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 weekend was good. I um. We had hockey for two days, and pretty much. Um, so my nephew played hockey yesterday and today. It was kind of a fun time. Uh, get to go watch little kids like check each other and punch each other and get angry on the ice. That's that's always fun. Um, other than that, I had a pretty uneventful weekend. I didn't do a whole lot of anything except for I went to Chicago and saw. Spanish love songs and hot mulligans. So for those of you who don't know, the reason we have a show tonight is because the, the the one I was going to go to in Detroit was sold out. So I was not able to get tickets um, to the one in Detroit, but to go to the one in Chicago. So, but that was fun. Uh, Spanish love songs is like what I call like my Nora band. When my daughter got diagnosed with cancer, it was like kind of the band that I found and has helped me through this whole time. So, JJ, how was your weekend? 
Uh, busy. Um, for those who don't know, uh, last week we had a very big tornado uh, tear through the Gardner area here in North Carolina, uh, which is close to where I live. Um, quite a lot of families were affected by the tornado that uh, came through here, as well as a lot of families out in Tennessee uh, that went through that. Uh, so I've been busy um, kind of helping people out in my job for that. Um, so it's it's been a very hectic week for that. And on top of that, just uh, just planning the holidays. I got family coming over next weekend. Um, they'll be here for a week and excited to uh, actually play my first game of Legion um, that my brother is going to be setting up and uh, and hopefully play a lot of board games while they're down here. So, Legion, what are you going to switch the Legion instead of X-Wing? <laughs> nah. Uh, we we're, we're trying to spread out the hobbies. So he has Armada. I have X-Wing. Um, I will gonna get Shatterpoint, and he's gonna he's gonna have Legion. So we'll spread out the miniatures game between us. <laughs> well, I have a Shatterpoint set. I'll happily sell you. Still wrapped in yeah. the box up top there. If Zach yeah, doesn't man. get to it first, so all right. Well, awesome. Glad everybody had a good weekend. Um, a little bit. It, it, obviously, this is a holiday episode, though no one's wearing holiday gear except for uh, JJ because, like, the Lions are like Santa Claus this year. So, like, I mean, I thought about wearing a Santa hat on top of this, but then it would just look ridiculous, and you'll probably add in another penalty would, of like wearing a, a fourth day of wearing that or something. Yeah, if so. you were smart, you could you would have bought a Lion Santa Claus hat, and then I would have just <laughs> forgiven you for the rest of you know, the rest of the season. I've just been like, all right, you, you spent the money. You did it. You got a lion's one. Um, I'm good for that. Damn. They exist. Uh, like, they exist. An actual thing. I know they do. Um, my nephew, it's funny because my nephew, the, he plays for the Grand Valley Stars and they're blue and white. And he got a Santa Claus hat that's just like got no logo on it. And I was like, you know, we could sell a lion's emblem on it and send it to JJ and make him wear it. But I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't feel like paying the thirty-five dollar overnight charge to you. I was like, "Oh, all right. Well, screw that. I'm not going to pay that." Um, so hopefully, you all have had your um, Christmas shopping done, and you guys get to spend some time relaxing. I don't know what we're doing. I just know I have a little bit of time off, and then I'm on call next week. So, um, yeah. So that's super fun. Uh, next week will be a busy one for me being on call. Anybody else have any holiday plans? Alex, what are you doing for the holidays? Oh, I have no idea. I'll figure it out when I get there. No, I don't oh, do right. <laughs> Well, if I have, if I go to a, ho a Christmas party, I'll just invite you. You could be like the, uh, you could be my plus one for any uh, Christmas parties I go to on the east side. There you oh. go. All right. Well, if we are done with that, why don't we jump into? Should we jump into our pattern analyzer segment first? Is that what yeah. we want to do first? Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Hold on. Let me turn the audio down on it. <laughs> I don't get yelled at. All right. Welcome to our pattern analyzer segment of the week. All right. Welcome back to Planning Face Syndicate's pattern analyzer segment of the week where we look at store champs and any other qualifiers that have been happening around the world and kind of compare lists and look at them and say hey this is uh things we like things we don't like and this is what won 
So the first one we have comes from Silver King in Washington. And I will say there is a seven ship list there, baby, that made top cut. Um, Holy crap. I'm, I'm just saying, and we're going to cover that tonight because I own all those ships. And that would be a, that looks like a fun list, even though, you know, the sad thing is I literally just put all of my CIS stuff away because I've literally spent like, you know, what, a year and a half playing CIS. So I was like, all right, screw it. I'm going to play something else to like force myself to. And then somebody goes and makes a top four at a store champ with a seven ship CIS list with Cad Bane and Dirge. But before we get to that, we have a resistance list that took the whole thing down from John McLean. Alex, I think we've seen this list before. Why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Oh, it's an interesting list. It's a four T70 and BB-8 list. So that math works because you have Heroes Poe. And look, not the black one, Poe. And look, they don't have automated targeting priority on anyone. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Great. <laughs> they actually put thought and effort into this list. So you got HOH Poe. You got Plasma Torps, R2D2, Predator, and Crackshot. You got LO with Predator, Crackshot. Snapwaxly with Crackshot, R68. Jess Pava with BB-8 and Ferrisphere. And then BB-8 with Larma Daisy. That is um, the one upgrade, the crew upgrade that lets you do, well, for BB-8, it's essentially just do the jam action while stressed. Mm -hmm. The other ones are reinforced and coordinating. He's not doing that, so. (laughs) Well, I mean, you never know, right? Maybe he wants to. And that's only two or fewer less tokens. So this is mostly uh, a lot of jam and then a lot of uh, crack shots. So I like the crack shot call. I think the crack shot call makes sense, right? The question I have, though, is with with that Poe is you're giving up those. um, What are they? uh, Overtune modulators. Overdrive thrusters. thrusters. Overdrive. So is that is R2D2 in this build worth it? I mean, that makes that Poe a lot more predictable. Um, because you ain't got very many blue maneuvers to take care of uh, your your reds. Well, his ability is only every other turn anyways, right? Um, but yeah, man, I love Overdrive Thruster on HOH Poe because you can still do like the focus and then do the, the two-barrel roll. Yep. Um, I get played, a weird bullse- bullseye shot, right? I have done a fair amount of games because that, that gets you out of so many arcs. Just having that, because normally you could do like a focus roll and you're, you're still getting clipped by the 45 degree angle with the two straight. You aren't <laughs> unless it's like range three or something. Right. But yeah, uh, yeah. I love, uh, you know, you, 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 uh, I love overdrive thruster. R2D2 is good. Regen is always good, especially because he's by far your most expensive piece. So would, would you drop the plasmas or would you drop like the predator crack shot to get overtuned? I'd probably do like heroic overtuned instead of predator crack shot. Uh, you lose out on just intrinsic mods, but the maneuverability options are super nice. Yeah, especially with that Poe being the Poe that, you know, is well, it's the Poe that you don't care if it loses long. It's not designed to live forever. But with that ability like that, I mean, can you imagine doing that two barrel and then 
I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree on losing Crackshot because with Crackshot, you're basically guaranteeing that your Plasma Torpedo is going to turn out to be like a, a Proton Torpedo at that point, right? Because especially if you're fighting, flying against a three agility ship that has shields, um, well, you that Crackshot crack can... You can't Crackshot a Plasma Torp. It's primary only. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, it's primary only. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. oh mm-hmm. okay. Good point. Then, yeah, no. Get rid of the get, <laughs> get rid of it. <laughs> I mean, uh, typically you'd see like an R four Astromac because people are set in their ways. Yeah. So that still gives you uh, like four points to work with with the R two D two. So you can kind of take down Predator to Heroic, and then run over Overdrive R four Plasma Torb Crackshot. But uh, yeah, I mean R two D two is still really good, <laughs> even if you um in like the niche things where you're just like your blue maneuvers aren't going to work just drop the shield get rid of that stress it can come in handy occasionally yeah all right jj what is the number four list which is the seven ship cis list that we see here so we got Dirge uh, in the Roll Class Starfighter. He's got Sync Laser Cannons, Marksmanship, and Contraband. Cadmane with Elusive, Contraband, Xanadu, Blood Title, and Sync Laser. Uh, DGS-286, which is the HMP droid with uh, the Stabilizers, Munitions, Failsafe, Discord Missiles, and Energy Shell Charges. DGS-047 with Kraken and the Stabilizers. And then um, we got three vultures. Uh, we got Doofus, uh, DFS-081 with Indy Calcs and Energy Shell Charges, Iron Assembler with Indy Calcs and Discord Missiles, and the Harshal uh, prototype with Discord Missiles and Independent Calculations to round off the list. I got to say, that is impressive uh, to make it that deep uh, with this list there. I mean, it's a lot of bodies there. Uh, you got all those uh, Discord missiles that can also be a threat with, uh, you know, pushing out those crits onto those unsuspecting ships on there. Uh, and, man, it's uh, it's definitely a lot to deal with. It's a death by a thousand cuts. But, man, it could be very, very effective. Yeah, I still think I still think I go with Dirge with Proton Cannons um, instead on there. Um, you won't be able to run. We lose, Alex. We did. You will not be able to run the um, marksmanship per se, right? Um, yeah. Oh, they you can exactly. see it because you didn't. They can see it. Oh, either which way, I I still think that this list is pretty totes. Like I I I, I think personally for me, I would rather have dirge with proton cannons, but that's just me. Um, and Cad Bane, I can understand the sync lasers, but you could also put the um the the proton cannons on cad bane and with all these other ships like either they want to focus on cad bane to kill him or he's getting extra actions um i have 100 percent barrel rolled into a focus with cad bane and had a um evade evade barrel roll like you know the the bullseye um, and yeah. and the focus, and because they killed some other ship. Unfortunately, it was like a sun fact, so <clears throat> it wasn't super fun that they killed that ship. But you know, like that was my own fault. But still, like Cad Bane, I do like the elusive though. I think elusive on Cad Bane could be good. I think the problem is with seven ships, you can't use Lone Wolf. Otherwise, I'd say Lone Wolf is would be a good thing for Cad. But that elusive on there isn't bad. I ran um, the Magpulse 
version with with that and it alternated between the mag pulse and the proton cannons for four turns and you know by that point you're five turns into the list or into the the, the you know the, that game and typically if cad bane lives past five turns he's probably not dying <laughs> for that game um i really so. wish that there was a way to get a calculate token onto dirge and cad bane uh, so that way Kraken can have him hold it, because uh, that would be really good, right? Especially with Sync Laser Cannon. Uh, imagine you get a, you line up a bullseye Sync Laser Cannon at range three. I mean, you're denying their their extra die and you're denying their mods. Uh, that that that'd be super spicy. I like that. Yeah, they're, they're, unfortunately, we don't have the crew that Scum has. If we had like an IG88 crew or yeah, something IG88 like that, like, mm, man, that would mm. be so good. Yeah, so think about it this way. So what is that? Three points, you get that. Sync laser cannons is six, so that's nine points on dirge. Yeah. And you could then you can put marksmanship. There you go, I guess. I mean right. uh you you could drop the proton or drop two proton cannons that gives you two points and drop marksmanship and add um add the the IG eighty eight in there. Man, that'd be that'd be really good. Jeez. Then you wouldn't have the the Sync laser cannon ability if you drop the proton cannons. You wouldn't need IG. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good point. Uh maybe contraband. Maybe contraband instead. Uh, I don't know. Choices, man. Choices. <laughs> yeah. But that's all a dream. I like this list. I think this list is pretty amazing. Um I don't know. Yeah, I definitely it, want to it, it looks a like a it looks like a fun list to play with, at least, you know. Yeah, and the sneaky part of it too is you know Cad Bane's ability. If you're not aware what it is, when another friendly or when a ship dies, Cad can spend his charge to perform an action. I mean, you got three vultures in there that can potentially easily pop, uh, so that could set up Cad Bane with a lot of different um, like actions there. I mean, if he's uh, focused up, um, you can give him a target lock, or you could boost into a range or barrel into range. There's a lot of different things that you could do with Cad, um, especially with those droids. Uh, being available to like proc his ability so definitely really good yeah yep and 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 i think you know the the harshal whatever whatever how the prototypes if you're not stressed you could get the you know you could get that target lock off on them mm -hmm. right that is a possibility and i don't know like i i guess the iron assembler makes sense right because it doesn't die as easy typically if you're sitting on an obstacle um I don't know. It's sad that 081, like it would be so much nicer if that heart that if we could have a second prototype on there and you just stick them so that they're all on obstacles. And I don't know, that'd be kind of cool either which way. I think that's a pretty fun list to fly um, and something we should be looking at paying attention to. The next one comes to us from Play Kingdom out of Chile. We had five T70s win, of course. Because why not, right? Um, they had some interesting-ish uh, lists in there. Um, I don't have enough time to go over all of their lists. I I, I guess this is crazy. This is a a a chili. Um, I did not know chili even had like a like I've never seen them in XCC. Are they in XCC? I just like missed out on that. Um, I don't think they are right. I, not that, not to my recollection. Um. I've known a few Chilean players that participate in GSP events, but I don't think they've had their own team, but that could change. Yeah. Well, look, there's a bunch of them that play that could easily do that. So 
So, Alex, what was the top list for this well, tournament? It's five T-70s, but they have uh, different upgrades than you typically see. So the winner had Elo with R68 and Crackshot. Snap Wexley with Marksmanship and Shield Upgrade. Uh, Veniza Doza with Barrage Rockets Marksmanship. Jess Bava BB-8 Ferrosphere. And then Nimi with Shield Upgrade. So you kind of have um, uh, extra health on two, two of those uh, T7s, bringing them up to eight, which is a pain, especially when one of them's Nimi. And like you kind of want to kill, kill her fast, because her ability is super good. Unless you have like a all I one droid swarm somehow, um, but then you're probably not not gonna win that game anyways. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a cool cool list. Uh, extra health is always really good. Um, it's an interesting choice for Veniza, and uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. I enjoy it. It's not the worst D70 list out there, like oppressive, I mean, you know, so. Now, this is a pretty fair one, you know. Borderline wholesome. Borderline. <laughs> All right. JJ, what Republic list came in second? Uh, Rebel. Uh, so we got Battle Yam and Luke uh, with uh, his standard load out there. Gina Moonsong making an appearance here in the B Wing with Swarm Tactics, Fire Control System. Proton Cannons and the Foils. Then we have Braylon Strom with uh, Marksmanship, Ion Cannons, Plasma Torpedoes, and the Foils. Then whole Oakland, the Battle Yavin version, uh, making an appearance with Dorsal Torrid, Bent Proton Torpedoes, and Precise Astromech. And then Wedge Antilles in the A-Wing uh, with Marksmanship and Predator. Um, just taking a look at this list here, um, trying to think who I would swarm tactics. I mean, I guess probably Braylon, right? I guess you can kind of swarm tactics any of them. Like, Paul's not a terrible choice, especially if he's kind of caught in the middle, as one would assume with the Y-Wing that's trying to get their advanced proton torpedo off, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming I'm assuming Braylon, though, because you're probably keeping Gina by Braylon so you can pass over the stress that Gina yeah. has so Braylon can get his ability off. Yeah. yeah. So does Braylon get to use his ability twice then with that stress? Uh, Braylon's the reroll yes. one. So yes. As long as he has it. a stress, he does it on all his attacks. And defense. And defense. I see. Yep. Yeah. So what's the one that, that spends the stress? Ten nub. That's ten nub. Yeah. Is ten nub one more point? If not, why why not bring ten nub in this list instead of Braylon? He's he's the same cost as um as Braylon. Um, it, it's really, it just depends on the preference. I think Tenum has, I think, one more point of loadout value, too, over Braylon, two. but, uh, oh, yeah, too. Um, so it, it's just a play style choice, honestly. I think Braylon tends to be a little more accurate, um, because you're able to reroll up to two dice, um, and that really helps offensive-wise, uh, for, for Braylon, uh, Ted Num, he can only most likely reroll just the one with fire control system, and then he won't have any way to reroll his dice on the second attack. Um, so Braylon tends to be just a little more accurate, whereas Ted Num tends to be a lot more maneuverable because he has a greater chance to shred the stress to continue on like pursuing their, the ship that he wants to take out. 
But does Gina's <clears throat> ability say that the ship can't can't have stress? No, or no, it's just transferred no. over. It's so just transferred. If you had if you had ten up in there, right? Gina mm -hmm. could give him a second stress, and he'd have yes. two sets of rerolls. You he would have no. He would uh, only have just a single uh, opportunity to reroll two dice, either on attack or defense, per opportunity. Yeah, you don't spend your stress for Braylon. Oh, okay. Just, if okay. Yeah, if you're stressed. Uh, Braylon tends to be a little bit more tanky because you re you can re-roll your defense dice. Ten nub has to depend on getting a focus result. So Braylon's going to, on average, you know, going to be more stressed than ten nub. But Braylon tends to stick around more than ten nub. But uh, this, this Braylon, like, you don't need to do your, uh, like, barrel roll links, right? You can just straight joust people with a focus, and then Gina can pass over the stress if need be. Gotcha. All right. Well, a little exciting seeing a non-Han list. Um, what about that wedge? Do, do we pick, do you pick wedge in this? I mean, because you could, you could pick Keel, and you could have Sabine. You have, like, three choices here. I'm assuming um, they were trying to go for like the initiative um, yeah. kind of thing because they would be all be uh, I fours. Uh, Braylon, Hall, and Wedge are all I four. And then Gina and Luke are fives. Yeah. And the other piece of it too is that uh, Wedge can potentially be a good closer. You know, if you're assaulting all the same target, uh, Gina and Braylon can really soften up a ship, and Wedge can come in to be that finishing piece. Uh, with his uh, with his ability to reduce their defense and also crack shot as well, it's a great way to get the the last two or potentially three hole into a ship uh, to finish it off. All right, this is a pretty scary Jelstein style list, right? You know, yeah. I think you you could take three of those ships and kind of put them together, and and they can they can joust pretty hardcore. So. Yeah, you, you can do, do four ships if you want. Like Luke can joust, Y Wing can joust, the B Wings can joust. Sure. So just do whatever you want. Have Wedge as a flanker. Yeah. All right. Next one we have is from Tucson, Arizona. I, am I allowed to say Tuscan? Can I just do that instead? Tuscan, Arizona. <laughs> Tuscan. 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 Um. This one, John Grasser took down. They did a top cut as well. Top cut of four um, for it. John Grasser took down him and Alex Farley uh, were the two at the end uh, with pretty similar-ish lists. So we're only going to cover one of them. I did not go with the Rexler Brath list this week just because we covered that like the last two weeks in a row. But by the way, there's another defender in top cut. Making their appearance. Yeah. All right. So the first list we have here is <laughs> Rack with Ruthless, Death Troopers, Vader, Agile Gunner, Electronic Baffle, Dauntless, then Build or uh, uh, Pre Build, Deathfire, Pre, pre Build, Tomex Bren, and then Rhymer with Barrage Rockets, Ion Bomb, Set Salvo, and then Faroff with Ruthless and Triple Zero. To capitalize on some of those death troopers um aggression there so this is a list we saw andrew do very well with at nova not nova um what was the most recent pax it was pax, PAX yeah mm -hmm. do very well at pax with this uh list here 
Um, I I, I kind of like it. I I, I want to know: Do we really think Ion Bombs is great for Rhymer, or is there other builds for Rhymer that we could be looking at? I would take Ion Bombs all day. Okay. Yeah, it's, especially with Death Troopers and Vader there, mainly because if you're able to, um, if your opponent's trust, um, you can potentially force them to be in that range band of um of death troopers and that prevents them from uh, being able to shed their stress after they do an ion maneuver um, which really allows rack to take advantage of it um and like punish that particular ship so um it's definitely a really good control piece uh if you could set up that ion mom uh for for rack to take advantage of with uh, death troopers yeah and having the double ion bombs with rhymer and tomax is disgusting I mean, also the counternet too. It's just the ion control. I know Grauberg, when we played in Rust Cup, I think he ioned like a uh, Defender Vader three turns in a row. <laughs> I bet that oh. Defender Vader was not happy. Oh, man. <laughs> so that's it gross. was brutal. I'm not sure if he like actually did a lot of damage. It was mostly just kind of like, well, Defender Vader's not in the fight right now, so I get eat up on the rest of the pieces kind of thing. But that's still a valid strategy, right? Like, yeah, it takes pieces out of the board for a while. Yeah, yeah. I played. Um, I play actually. I played recently with Defender Vader, and that's the same thing. The only damage done to Vader was when I went <clears> through <throat> the obstacles, right? But at the same token, you know, like once Vader got ioned or wasn't able to do the maneuvers he wanted, he he just wasn't effective. And there's nine points of garbage sitting on the board, you know. Vader doesn't want yeah. to be range three of everything. Yeah. Especially when you're throwing three dice against three agility ships or four agility ships nowadays, right? Like, yeah, I converted, you know, a blank to a hit and I have a hit, hit crit, but somebody just rolled uh, three eyeballs or an evade and two eyeballs or, you know, like I'm only going to take one damage. It's It's not as effective as people think. I think Vader defender could go down in some points a little bit there. <clears throat> Just saying. All right, let's move on to the next list. Alex, what in God's green earth is this rebel <laughs> list? Um, and should we be flying this? Because they took Captain Rex, a three-point Captain Rex, a three-point TIE fighter <laughs> yep. over so, Wedge. <laughs> I, I'll tell you why after you read it down. So go ahead. <laughs> so, yes. So because you haven't played 1.0, you haven't seen something like this before. <laughs> But this is uh, bringing back Silly, bad memories. Bad memories. <laughs> so uh, this list is Kane and Jarrus in the VCX with heightened perception, uh, the ghost title, because you can, uh, Saw Gerrera, Chopper, uh, VTG, Dorsal, and Baffle. You got Captain Rex with Shield Upgrade. You got Rourke Garnett in the Hawk with Moldy Crow, Perceptive Copilot, and Debris Gambit which is kind of cool. Just charge up your moldy grow in one turn. Next turn, just keep doing evades. Yeah. And then you got boy Luke. And if it's anything like, I assume it's going to be you, <laughs> your Rourke Garnett, Captain Rex up all the way to yes. I-7 and then shoot first and tell people, haha, you have to shoot Captain Rex. Um, here's one last dive for you because I have Kanan. Who yeah. Can also so be an I-7 as well. For for people who are not familiar with Captain Rex, he has he's an I two pilot for on the Tie Fighter, 
And his ability is when he performs an attack, he assigns a condition card, uh, which is, I believe, suppressed, uh, suppressive fire, fire. Um, which uh, allows the, or which essentially affects that, that ship to force them to attack Rex, or if they attack somebody else, they roll one less attack die. And when you combine that with the power of Kane and Jarrus, they lose another attack die on top of that. So your three or four die, uh, your three die primary or your four die proton torpedo all of a sudden turns into a two die attack uh, versus uh, Kanan and Rex and Warwick and all these people. Um, and since they're both attacking at I-7, they're going to hit you back first or they're going to hit you first before you can do any damage to them. So it is a very sneaky list. It is absolutely great. I'm excited to see something like this coming out from Rebels and actually do really, really well. I mean, what a way to neuter uh, an offense, man. So who's going to be that one guy that calls the judge and just be like, Captain Rex's ability doesn't work. Because <laughs> his, <laughs> his card says Caption Rex. <laughs> yes, they, they never fixed it. And no one cares. <laughs> I don't even think it's in like the errata. It just says caption racks. Man, yes. what judge would ever honor that? No, no, no one. judge. But it'd nobody would be like, no, no, no. That's not how that. I don't even know if I have a Captain Rex card. If you I have a rebel conversion, the rebel conversion kit, you do. Okay, yeah. maybe I do then. All right. Yeah. Uh, so how do you, do you just kill Rook Garnett? Is that just what you do? Like, well, he's, like he's focused double double focus evaded right and then you're losing yeah. two dice shooting at him yeah and luke you lose an extra die shooting at him or two well, you know if, if everything's going right yeah right, you just, don't just have to kill captain rex <laughs> yeah yeah he's got three he's he's probably gonna have an evade token and he's gonna have three dice and he's going to be buffed by by Kanan by reducing your attack by one. So, I mean, you gotta you gotta really focus on that two, initiative two Tie Fighter, um, or just try to outfly them and try to get around that big base arc of the Ghost and hope that you don't get hit. Uh, yeah, basically, by, just yeah. try to make sure Captain Rex doesn't shoot you, so you don't get the the condition. All right, I want to see this in play. Can, okay, would this destroy a rack list like that rack bomber list there? Like, does this like um, do really well into that? Because oh man, Vader crew just eats things alive though. Can eat racks. All right, that's fair. But I mean, remember at I seven, it's taking two shots. One of them is a four to five die shot from Kanan Jarrus, who has Saw Guerrero, which turns all his focuses into crits. And once you start chewing into the hole of rack, I mean, that that could easily go down really fast. The same could be said for Kanan as well. Um, but more than likely, Kanan's going to have Chopper to provide him that that reinforce. All right. So, so I need I need what I need is I need my world's invite. And this is what I want to run at Worlds because this looks like we're going to give people PTSD. Like, this yeah, is a, this is a dick list right here. Yeah, this is literally like people ran something very similar in 1.0 list. Yes. I don't care. The great. They, they, you know what? It's like a year too late. Why could I not run this last year? <laughs> you know what? I, somebody look at the points. I want to know if the points make sense last year. I want to know if you could run this list at Worlds last year. Because No, you couldn't have. Because Kanan was like two points uh, more expensive last year. Okay. All right. All right. 
on boy Luke was a point more, and I think Rourke oh, yeah, was also that too. a point more. All right, yeah. Sean, this is this is a Sean list right here. This I just messaged Sean in the Discord. Sean, if you're listening or if you ever listen to our podcast, this right here, this is the list you should be running. If you hate meta lists, run this list and don't play against me, hopefully. <laughs> but seriously, like if I get an invite, I am I will be very tempted to just run this list just because it looks like a lot of fun. It reminds me of like Kanan Boba Eamon, except for without bots. Yes. Yeah. It it really does have that same spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll have three months to practice it. So there you go. Somebody give me an invite. Just give me an invite so I don't even have to win it and let me run that list. I will not do well at Worlds. I guarantee it. <laughs> I just hope to piss some people's days off. That's all you I You just have to find someone who's never played 1.0 and they're going to be like, I don't know what's me. going on. How can this? Be? Yeah, I know. And then <laughs> just do that. Well, now I know the trick. Kill kill rex or outmaneuver rex or really really convince the judge that because they have never errated this card (laughs) they must clearly mean mean this is the intention they did it with mace windu yeah i was gonna say mace with clt (laughs) (laughs) clearly that is amg's intention is to make it so the captain rex doesn't work oh my god all right let's move on let's move on greece greece innkeepers tournament i don't know if that's the name of the store or not but it was in greece i would like to go to greece and fly some x-wing um had another similar-ish list that we've kind of seen but with a new a new twist we had what's his name old jester took down the tournament in a top cut of four with a resistance list jj what what is this list why and we have Chewbacca. We have yeah. Chewbacca, my boy. Yeah, that's right. So we got LOAC no with Notorious either. You can't exactly. You can't rig on her Notorious at the same time. Yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, not enough points. So we got LOAC with Marksmanship, Heroic, and Advanced Optics. Timon with R sixty eight. That's the uh, Bullseye Reroll Droid with HLC. Uh, just Papa with M nine G eight and Baffle, and then Chewbacca in the um, in the Millennium Falcon. Uh, with Trickshot, Ray Gunner, Engine Upgrade, and the Race Millennium Falcon title. And then BB-8 again with Larma Darcy. That is the second appearance of Larma Darcy that we've, we've seen People so far. Europe, man. Yeah, in man. Telling you, they, they love their jams. They definitely love the jam. All right. I like I like that, Chewbacca. Do you, you drop Ray Gunner and go with Notorious, though? Or is Ray no. Gunner just that much better that Ooh, you can't go with It's a tough it? call. It's a tough call. Like uh, Ray Gunner makes Chewbacca hit hard. I don't go. You don't do trick shot though, like at all. Yeah, I would say. I it's would say probably an, a better crew, right? Yeah, you could do Dead Man Novice Tech. Yes, that which is fun because yeah. Chewbacca's ability lets you boost into range one and then blow up with Dead Man because they're all the same trigger. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'd be great. Yeah. But uh, and you I mean, a shot too, right? Yeah, yeah. Boost yeah. to range one, get a revenge shot, and then also blow up, which is hilarious. Like, I imagine you try to fly past your opponent with Chewie, right, to get behind them, and then make them face off against the wall of T70s, and then just have uh, Chewbacca just take pot shots from the side. Yeah, it just kind of depends on uh, like your flying style. 
you could take Ray off if you want and replace it with like Contraband Notorious. And then you can still have room for like uh, Agile. Yeah. You like Dead Man, Novice Tech, all that kind of stuff. That's how I run Chewbacca lately. But man, not having that Ray Gunner does feel bad because you don't really. Well, I guess you have M9G8, so you can M9G8 Chewbacca. So you can actually deal some get your damage that way. Yeah, because LO has optics, which is dangerous at I-5. Yep. Um, so he's got mods. Snap has mods. Jess Pava intrinsically has mods. And then BB-8 exists. But what are they going to do? Kill BB-8, then Chewbacca's going to kill him, right? So, Well, I mean, you would so, probably M9G-8 Chewbacca, right, to make sure right. that he gets the reroll. Right, yeah. so right. that would that makes sense. Then you don't really need Ray. So I, I, have a, I have a question. This is a dumb question with Chewbacca. But so... When you run your novice tech, right, and you have to flip the card, you have to roll the dice, and then you have to flip a card. Do you shuffle your cards, or can you pick whatever card you want? You have to do it randomly. Okay. Yeah. You so, cannot just keep flipping over the direct hit to, to, to kill yourself. Yep. So, could you imagine flipping over a direct hit, then boosting, getting a bonus shot, and dying, and then <laughs> killing something at the end of the round? Like that's like. That's such a dick move. Like, oh, could you imagine it being the last round of the game too? Like, oh, you killed like <laughs> my Chewbacca's on one one health. I'm novice teching this. Oh, look, I roll the crit. I'm done. I'm gonna flip. I, I have a probability of flipping my direct hit. Oh man, that would be so dirty. I mean, you used to do it like with Just Arrow. I've done it right. You fly over a rock. You have Dead Man, um, and Just Arrow. So you fly over a rock. You you die. They get dead manned. That triggers Just Arrow's ability, and you can shoot him again. <laughs> yeah, I've actually. I think there was baffle too. There was one game on Nickel City where they did that. They had, uh, I think, a double trigger or something like that. Well, they they flew over a rock and killed two ships that were just at the edge of range one. Oh my god, that was like one of the funniest things on Nickel City. Love it. All right. If you have Baffle on Chewbacca, you can do it. That's, <laughs> oh, Instead yeah. of Novice Tag, you can just deal damage yourself with. with but you baffle. give up the engine upgrade, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. Next, Alex. Alex, what was the top three in one list that came in? There's a new ship on there that I am confused about. So that's why I gave yep. it to you. <laughs> so it's kind of. 5t70 list ish so you have um snap waxley with r68 hlc Ello with marksmanship heroic hlc just pava with r2d2 uh zori with concussion bombs plasma torps wartime loadout and then the other i4 a wing that no one ever takes sefton vanek with elusive and prockets his ability is that he's i5 basically <laughs> yeah um okay. i mean he, he has an ability um it can come up it's after he boosts he can transfer one of a token to a friendly ship at range one which is really convoluted <laughs> to trigger and then also you're giving up your own evade and that was like your action right because there's no other way of coordinating things so you just throw away a shot to give one of your tanky T-70s in Evade. Um, yeah, 
he's in high five with Rockets, <laughs> which is always fun. You're not getting double mods, but spike damage is always good. And it is kind of funny to have an A-Wing and also Zori because people forget that you could just have Zori boost. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next one we have is Brew Wizards in Canada, and it's by other things. So just want to make sure I'm not saying Canada is smaller than Michigan. I get yelled at all the time for that. So um, <laughs> the winning list is Boy Vader, soon tier with Lone Wolf and Juke, um, Deathfire, Major Rhymer, but this time with Seismics and Delayed Fuses instead of Ions. And build your own Tomex Bren with Barrage and Bomblet Generator and Set Salvo. So here we have three bombers, Suntir and Vader, doing decently well. I'm assuming that Suntir did not die because uh, of the Lone Wolf and the Chuke. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think, boys? Um, I mean, you can see this archetype makes splashes occasionally. Wasn't like uh, Pete Lambro, wasn't he flying something very similar? Yes. Or at least the same kind yeah. of ships. So yeah. it's popping up here and there. I actually almost considered it for a later segment. Uh, but, you know, if you're good, <laughs> you got a couple I-6s. Yeah, this is definitely this is definitely a very more, much more aggressive list, right? Because you have uh, Boy Vader, which intrinsically his ability allows him to be a lot more accurate, being able to spend the force to convert results. Um, he has a very high accuracy in terms of like putting in shots there. Uh, Suntir fell with that lone wolf juke. You're almost always taking that evade uh, with Suntir anyway in your I6, or more than likely you're always going to have that juke available. Um, so you can, uh, if you come at a ship from the sides, you can set up that juke first to make sure that they spend their token and then have Vader come in for that accurate shot to, uh, to punish that. And then they have to deal with the resulting attacks from Rhymer, Brent, uh, Tomax, and uh, Deathfire uh, launching those bombs in the first place. So um, you can like really set up a good web um, if you if you plan it out right. Uh, definitely a very good aggressive style list there. Um, just interested to see how they actually play the objectives as well. Um, typically, they don't do too well for some of the other objectives because they're kind of focused on taking their actions, um, namely Vader. Vader always wants to take his target lock. Uh, Suntir always wants to take his his um, his evade token to, you know, for defense and to also trigger Juke. Uh, so just interested to see how they did, uh, how they did with objectives. All right. And the next one is a Republic list coming to us. So we got uh, Padme Amidala in the N1 Starfighter with R2-D2. Uh, that's new. Uh, with Elusive and Plasma Torpedoes. Uh, we got Rick Ollie, uh with R4-P Ashmic, Elusive and Swarm Tactics. Uh, and then we got uh, some beef coming in here. We got Oddball in the Y-Wing with R4 Ashramic, Veteran Tail Gunner, Munitions Failsafe, uh, Swarm Tactics, Plasma Torpedoes, and Dorsal Turret. Got Matchstick in the Y-Wing as well with R4 Ashramic, Seismic Charges, Expert Handling, and Dorsal Turret. And then Slider coming in uh, with Marksmanship and Expert Handling. And then Broadside with R4 Astromech, Seismic Charges, Expert Handling, and Dorsal Turret. 
uh, to round off the list. So you got two appearances here of uh, Swarm Tactics. Um, I'm assuming one of them will be for Padme to make her shoot at I-5. Um, and then Oddball has the chance to either do it with Matchstick or Broadside um, if they're flying together as well. So you get shots at I-5. And you have a ton of uh, health to go through between, between the three Y-Wings and then trying to catch uh, uh, Rick Ollie and Padme uh, after all that as well. So uh, definitely a really, really interesting list. Do you think the the question I have is, do you honestly think the elusive is worth it on them? Yes. I mean, you can't run past the sensors, I guess. But how often do you turn around with a, with, with a Naboo? I mean, there are times where you know that your opponent can't turn around, um, specifically if you're dealing with um, with uh, with bombs like seismic charges and stuff. Your opponent may decide to try to avoid the bombs, and that's where you have your opportunity to go in there. Even if you're using elusive once, if it can help your N1 survive, I mean, they only have five hole total or five health total. Um, you know, they can that could potentially help them live long enough to shoot for another round. So. Uh, it's just having that that chance at a defensive uh, bonus with a with an evade token. Um, elusive works well with like R4P. I wouldn't run it without R4P for the Naboos because you can still do like the the talent roll and then the blue three hard, and that really helps. Yeah. So. All right. On to the last one. The last one we have here is called Wookiee Life Day, which is, I'm guessing, the name of the tournament and not the name of the store. But if that's the name of the store, Genius Store name. And <laughs> I will visit that store someday in my life. But I'm guessing that's the name of the tournament, but whatever. Um, so this was in the UK. Alex, Alex, what did Mark Hughes run that touches your heart? In places it shouldn't. So the more impressive <laughs> thing is that this is the third Mark Packer Hughes list you've had me read. Yep, <laughs> three out of three. Uh, yes. he, was, he was my opponent twice in um, NCX as well. Nice, <laughs> like shake this guy. It's great. Um, yeah, so he ran Lando in the Resistance with Ray, the title C three PO, and contraband. You know. People should know my opinion about that by now. Take take off Ray, <laughs> do better things. Uh, Nine Nub with Proton Torps, Heroic R4, which is awesome. <laughs> Don't want the double action. I can just shoot an I5 Proton Torpedo. <laughs> Elo with Plasma Torps, Heroic Marksmanship. And then Snap Wexley with Advanced Proton Torpedoes. This list hits super hard. And Lando gives everyone double mods. And LO, 9 of Lando, they're all I-5. You rolled up, LO, double modded Plasma Torp. 9 of double modded Proton Torpedo. Lando shot. And then if you're really good, you get an advanced Proton Torpedo shot with Snap. And you should wonder why your opponent hasn't died yet after all those shots at that point. Yeah, so that would be four... Four die, so that would be four. So let's say they all hit. You'd have four and four. That'd be eight. Plus, let's say Lando does three, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and Temin with five is sixteen damage you could do if you really hit with everything. 
So the question I have is how much health does Rack have? Can you one round a, ha- a Rack with this? Depending you gotta on get lucky with the crits. Yeah. 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 Now here's here's my question, right? Because you know, obviously they're going for the alpha strike on this. Wouldn't it make sense for Temin instead of running Temin to run uh Tally with a uh, proton torpedo? No. Tally's a little bit awkward with Lando's ability. Um because you, you probably like I mean you can focus. And then do like a lock link boost. But generally, because it's four ships already, you kind of need some bulk in there. Like I know Tally has a defensive ability, but I think Snap is a just a bulkier piece. And just as good on objectives, right? Because you get the boost. Um, and then just natively has that three three attack dice for follow up shots. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, I mean it's a fun list. I'm not sure if I'd fly it. I don't know. It looks kind of fun. I don't have All to right, message the him next... on Discord and tell him that he's flying the wrong Lando. <laughs> you can, you can you can hit him <laughs> up. Will. You can tell him to join the show. Let's have a conversation about why his Lando's incorrectly. <laughs> Because the next list, and I want to give this one to Alex, not just because it has Lando in it, but because he has the same name as you. But there is another, and this this has two Falcons in it for Rebel. Alex, what did Big Boy run? (laughs) Yeah, Alex B, baby. Okay, so you got Han with Perceptive, Vistan, and Trickshot. No title because it's on Lando. Lando. (laughs) Right. Right? (laughs) So Lando with nine up K2SO agile false transponder codes engine and hopeful, which is fine. Like I like the nine up. I like the K2SO. I like agile gunner on Lando. The engine's probably not necessary because you can just do that twice and you're going to be doing, or you just do that last, right? And you're doing a blue maneuver anyways. <laughs> and you just do trick shot. You get rid of hopeful and upgrade engine to trick nah, shot. I mean, the false transponder goes a little bit suspect there too. I mean, you can probably find something better for like the nine points that you're doing there, but there, there's room to experiment. And then you got build your own Lebo. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's a three ship <laughs> list. Yep. It yep. has false transponder codes as well. Rigged cargo, ablative, and trick shot and the outrider title. Uh K2SO actually works pretty well with Lebo. Just so you can pass the calculate and Lebo can do another action like lock or barrel roll. It's I mean the, the lock's actually pretty nice, but it, it, you're doing it at I3, so it's a little bit awkward. Um, you know, the rig's a little bit unnecessary. I do like either like the feedback array kind of style or notorious or um, like dead man switch. I've seen too. Uh, I like the notorious Lebo, but yeah, I mean, Lando's a lot of flexibility and then Han is Han, you know, there's two ships in one. So uh Turk shot, you can kind of see with, with the extra rig cargo shoot. So maybe they're trying to go for that. Maybe they only own one copy of Engine Upgrade and put it on the wrong Falcon. Who knows? <laughs> but, uh, 
yeah occasionally i've seen people play like a um a, a triple large base rebel list before that's that's okay <laughs> i know you told me before two yt7 what yt70s yeah the new the new yt1300s are now yt70s by the way folks it's where you <laughs> it's where you take the pilot ability from the the uh the the uh the pole and you put it with a yt1300 but anyway you told me before uh two yt1300s are not viable no matter what and here you they look to be somewhat viable i don't think they're good i'm i'm really interested to see how they actually played this year and here's a here's a consideration here which you consider giving up false transponders engine upgrade and agile gunner to get ezra gunner for a second shot on lando you would not be using it for the second shot because you'd be losing the game at that point but yeah like a force is pretty nice. <laughs> uh, typically you'd see like a k2so9 nub ezra build i've seen that before also another thing that i now that i think about is lando can just lando ability lebo the false transponder goes at I five, so you can actually double jam at I five. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, and then Lebo can do Lebo things. I don't, I don't know what else Lebo would do. Like, just take the calculate, right? Because you have K two S O, but you can use that on Lando. Maybe that's why they brought the engine upgrade. Because I mean, okay, K two S O, but you got to take the stress time. when you take the calculate, which means right. Lebo's going straight. That's it. Nothing more. Yeah, one banks. But yeah, okay, yeah. maybe right. that's why they brought the engine upgrade on Lando because they're K2SOing themselves the entire time. Probably give themselves a soft mod there. I don't know. Would you consider running this, Chris, if it was a Fangs Out tournament? Yes. <laughs> yes, I would run that list. I, I would run that list whether it's that or not, just because I've always wanted Lebo to be good. And I. I would not run that Han. I don't think though. I don't think I would run that trick shot Han, personally. I think, I think the other Han with Chopper is a little bit more my speed. Um, but now give me yeah. Leia at six points, and um, I'll run three Falcons, baby. I ain't got to worry about green agility dice because I ain't got none. <laughs> yeah. All right. Real. All right. Let's move on. For our Academy 101 segment tonight, we are going to do a discussion on what list to be on the lookout for. Tonight, Alex wanted to have a conversation about Upcoming lists that I don't know are probably something you should be concerned about. Um, there is definitely mechanics inside of them that are a little bit different than other ones, and he thought it would be a good idea to have a conversation about it. So, Alex, take it away. Yeah, so these lists have been popping up here and there, and uh, some of them are actually been like really successful. They've like won things, a lot of these have topped other major events. Uh, so I kind of wanted to go through if you're tired of the meta right now or if you have practiced against the meta a lot and really good at killing the meta, you can bring these lists and people haven't practiced against them, most likely. 
Um, and they're still, they're still really good. Uh, the meta is always evolving over time, right? So these might even counter, you might have tried this way early in the season, and it wasn't good then, but it's good now, you know? So uh, I did one for every faction. The first one uh, I want to talk about is your, you know, kind of classic Heritani list here. Um, it has really rough target priority, uh, which is what I love. So this is uh, Hera on the A-Wing, Hopeful Magpulse. You got Boy Luke. You got Bodica with uh, Predator, Mando Optics, and Beskar. You got Sabine with Beskar. And then you got Benthic with Hopeful, Perceptive, and Generso. And you can just spread the evades around. Everyone can have mods. You know, Luke can have an evade, which is super useful if you don't always roll paint with Luke. Uh, and then, like, Bodica's in there. Just doing a lot of work because you can shoot at Bodica, which is fine. But uh, if you're range one, Bodica can have the Concord, the Concordia face-off ability, and like get an evade from Hera, and that's that's a pain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know the whole Luke shenanigans with Hera, where you can instinctive aim and then pass a lock off with Hera, and it's just really tanky. And it can hit really, really hard. Um, so if you have a lot of people in your meta who are really good at killing Hans, or if you don't want to fly Han, or I don't know, you hate Millennium Falcons, um, this is always a solid um, alternative. And if people don't realize some of the really deep tricks it can do, uh that's really bad for them i think that this also is a, a very good hard counter versus rack because the list doesn't um tend to stress itself out too much um and the other part of it is that you know as long as you have benthic out in the clear and up in an area where he can uh still you know take his double focuses there uh you could get around the focus bump um, for stress, uh, if you're going into the decimator by simply passing one of Benthic's focuses over to that ship, um, if they really need it, and this also helps uh, provide tokens out to help prevent the the Vader damage out there as well, um, and and help deal with that particular rack. And then at the same time, you know Hera at Isaac shooting that Magpulse warhead, um, especially at rack, you're going to be taking out that reinforce. You're going to be dealing a crit hopefully to unshielded rack by that point and the rest of your list can go in and really um focus fire onto onto rack and if rack fires back if he's not targeting uh bodica bodica is going to get that revenge shot and uh, deal even more damage into rack so this list can absolutely go toe-to-toe -to -toe with rack and and come out on top yeah and you can <clears throat> go into that engagement with a double modded mag pulse if you have been thick pass over the focus yep so it has it's a it's a utility list. I I like these kinds of lists. A lot of built-in like redundancies and control style for all that kind of stuff. All right, let's go to the next one. The next one is where has Boy Vader been? <laughs> so yes, this um this popped up at PAX. Uh, like Paul Heaver, Jeremy Chambly, Chris Allen have been playing it. And this list is just, it hits so hard, right? 
So you have Boy Vader. So uh, you don't have to buy the starter pack for that. Uh, it's got Boy Vader. It's got standard loadout, home axe. It has Rack with Ruthless, Tua, Death Troopers, Agile Gunner, Cluster Mines, Baffle, and the title. And then you also have Faroff with Ruthless and Triple Zero. And this list is basically designed just to really hit as hard as you can and wipe things right off the board. Um, the the Tua letting you, when you're damaged, do the red reinforce. So you can actually take your action, like a target lock, most likely, or um, a, a, you can do a focus, but like the target lock is kind of what you want because Rack has an ability to the, convert the focus result to a crit. Um, and then have Tua give it the reinforce for said thing. It's also at the start of engagement, so you can see where your most shots are coming in and then reinforce that side. And then uh, cluster mines are... Any mine is really, really good on rack. Bombs, you kind of tend to hit yourself. Uh, but mines, anyone following you just eats extra damage. And then you still have... Tries to fly over you, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you still have Faroff, who's a pain to kill. Has triple zeros, or just calculate ruthless half the time, right? It's just a pretty accurate, pretty just in your face, decimate anything, pun intended. Um, just hits super, super, super hard. Yeah, this list definitely works really, really well against those arc 170s. There, um, you can easily burn down, uh, you know, an arc 170 in a turn, especially with that boy Vader being able to uh, pretty much print three hits constantly with his ability. Um, and then this rack coming in, most likely, you know, pretty much double modded, um, and then being able to drop bombs that they go past you. Um, they this list can really do a lot of work there. Um, and then the other part of it too is the ion bombs on there. Um, you know, you're able to provide a lot of control, you know, if you're able to get that ion bombs off and then get them within range of uh, death troopers, uh, especially if that if those ships are uh, stressed again, you're able to um, get rack in there, prevent their stress removal, and just finish off that list there. Uh, so definitely uh, really, really strong. Despite being like a four ship list, this is 36 health. <laughs> like yeah. there's still a lot to go through. Granted, you know, Rack has zero agility, but he has the reinforce. Faroff is basically always going to get that evade. Uh, the only thing that's kind of, you know, going against you is that you're going to be ruthlessing Rack and Faroff a lot. You're going to ruthless each other, but you're going to have three to four hits every shot. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think, I don't know, I think the thing that scares me the most about this list is scenario play. Because you just, it, you, like, <clears throat> assault you're probably fine, assault you don't care about, but, like, boxes, you're not picking boxes up, right? Like, like unless you're Vader, I guess, I guess. Well, I mean, Vader. You, you do have Vader who can uh, naturally get that crit off. Um, Same with and Rack. You got Rack also rack, down to yeah. crits. Yeah. And if, also, you're, if you're tossing you're not... ion bombs against, you know, opponents that can't move, you're going to guarantee that they can't, uh, you know, they're, they're not going very far and guarantee those kills onto those ships. That's what I'm saying. You have to aggro it. You're not going to 
do the other piece of it. You're not picking yeah. up crates. Oh yeah, yeah. You're just I mean that your opponent doesn't matter if they pick up a crate if they're dead. Right? Like even if they get two rounds of carrying a crate and you kill their four point ship, it's still kind of a loss for them. Fair enough. All right. The next one we have is a scum list for Fangs and Bosk. Yes. So uh, this has and, popped and... up occasionally. I believe Cam Murray also played a version of this at some point. Uh, this is Fen Rao, uh, Fearless, Beskar, and Burnout Thrusters. It's the less aggressive Fen Rao, but you kind of want those Burnout Thrusters because you don't have backup. You just have other things. <laughs> And then you have uh, Joy Rakoff with uh, Beskar and Ion Dorps. I don't know why they gave him a missile slot. I think it just confuses people because his ability only works on Ion Dorps. <laughs> yeah. But he can become a little mini wedge. Uh, Kaz Solus with Fearless Beskar and Baffle. You're almost never going to use that Baffle, but you have two points left over. And you have the Mandalorian Royal Guard, whose ability is actually blank because you do not have a medium or large ship, but they're all I-4. And that just has Fearless and Beskar. And then uh, you got Bosk, because you have two points left over. Marksmanship and Deadman, because you kind of want to milk as much damage as you can out. And this is just kind of... Um, please joust me. <laughs> Here, I'm going to do a lot of damage with Fangs. So, my question on this one is, would you probably switch out the mandalorian royal guard for like cad bane for instance like a latrazi sink you can i mean like personally i wouldn't run this list uh because i'm not a big fan of fangs but it has been popping up and actually doing pretty well in other places and if you're good at flying fangs uh you got four of them I think the four ship fang list because you have Fenrau is a lot better than the five ship fang list, which I've seen occasionally. Um, you know, it's it's it can do work. Like if your greens are solid, you can do a lot, and that Baskar really helps uh, with a lot of things that generate crits nowadays. So that Baskar, yeah, Baskar helps. But uh, I wouldn't say there's really... It's probably my weakest argument for an upcoming scum list. Just because uh, scum's in such a weird situation that no one's bringing anything close to the kind of the same lists around. Let alone having success here and there. So I mean, they should be bringing your scum list with Afro Men. They should. You know, people have been, and uh, it's, not, it's not really going too well for them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Other than uh, Andrew Oler, who is, is Andrew Oler, right? So he's yeah. really, really, really good. Other than that, most of the people I've seen have gotten like in the low 30s. But yeah, uh, this is kind of a cool list. I know in Fen Rao, if Fen Rao's dice hold up, oof, oof, no other ship in the game hits as hard as he does. Yeah. All right. Next one up is an I3 list. What is this? So uh, this is the common, more, more common version of like the Lando 
builds for resistance because uh, people realize that now that the T-70s went down to four and you have uh, Y-Wings back at three again, you can actually build Lando lists. Lando has people you can actually do things with. So um, Lando has C-3PO, Ray should be contraband, mistakenly put over to modulator, should be contraband, uh, <laughs> and the title, just like you saw with uh, Mark Packer use. Then you got LO with heroic marksmanship, uh, mag pulse, munitions fail safe. That I 5 double modded mag pulse really helps, especially because most of your um, list is below the I 5 threshold. You got uh, Liga and Shaza, the two, uh, two I 3 Y wings. Both have wartime. Liga has diamond boron missiles because they gave her a native missile slot. And then Shaza has plasma torps and dorsal. And then you uh, you have Chorus Capellum, the I-1, steal your green token, Y-Wing, with Dorsal, Wartime, and Cluster Missiles. So it's it's like kind of a delayed Alpha Strike, right? Like you shoot the Mag Pulse with Elo, try to, you know, uh, neuter something coming in or, you know, control something, knock a reinforce off rack or something. And then Lando has a shot. And then you shoot the plasma torps, the diamond borons, and the cluster missiles all at once. And the Y-Wings shouldn't be getting alpha off the board. They have nine health, five of which are shields. So they'll stick around. And worse comes to worse, you can always boost them at I-5 with Lando, which is hilarious. Especially because two of them are dorsal. Yeah, I mean, the, the only sad thing about this is, it, I guess you could still be double modded because it's Lando, right? You, you still can be. If you want to be, um, I do. Th so the question with, with Shaza, like, is there a reason you don't take clusters as well on her? Is it just because you want to strip the, sh the extra shield on a, on a ship? Yeah. I think the plasmas are just really nice just to, to, to do the extra little damage with that. And you don't necessarily have to shoot the same target that Lando and Elo do, right? Like uh, Shaza, is the same initiative as Lego, so Shasa can shoot first with the plasma torps, and then you can have the diamond boron missiles yeah, come hit, in, yep. and then the clusters. So it's kind of like you can lead with that, or you know, Elo can state the crit in, but that's not a lot of damage, right? So they probably still have shields because it's only one. Yeah, you, you you're using Elo more for that control piece with the magpulse, right? Like it's really out your on because normally you would not put magpulse on on Elo almost ever. But in this list, it makes sense because you're saying, hey, I want to preactively strip your token. And if you're a heavy hitter, force you to take a deplete, you know, like you're not going to affect an I-6, but you're going to affect everything else, you know. Right. And then, you know, getting the double mods with uh, Lando's ability, right, for the double mod of Magpaws really helps. You have failsafe in there if you need it. You can just dead fire it without a focus. But, uh, you know, worst comes to worst, Lando coordinates one ship and uses his ability on himself, and then he's got to calculate lock and ray. So yeah. he should be hitting really hard. Generally, you don't need to use the ability on him uh, with ray and a coordinate. And the, the good part about it, too, is wartime loadout. A lot of people tend to forget that when... 
um, they have that wartime loadout. They basically turn into world-class starfighters, right? They you get into those bullseyes, and all of a sudden you can't cancel crits, um, which can be very very strong, especially if you're taking shots from like you know diamond borons and clusters and such. Uh, that could be a really really big factor there. So I have a qu real quick question. I know we talked about uh, wartime before. If one of the Y wings gets bullseye. Does it apply to all of them, or only the one that has bullseye? Only the one that has bullseye. Yeah. Okay. So it's not oh, it's not overpowered in that aspect then. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. just if you happen to roll a crit annoyingly, it's going through. Gotcha. <laughs> the next one is an FO list, and this one is a little bit of a variant. It is not obviously the <laughs> the uh, force ship list that we've been seeing Cody run. Um we can't call that an up and counter because there's only like two people, maybe three that have run that list um at all. So Alex, what is this list? So you, I see you chose Von Reg over Blackout and we have DT798 in there instead of Midnight. Um is go ahead. This is more popular sadly than like the blackout midnight version that i know you and i prefer yeah uh, and i, I won't lie and, and tell von you Reg. von reg is amazing like von reg is so much fun to fly like it's just i'm sorry a one hard blue is like who whoever thought like why can my silencers not have one hard blues like oh man <laughs> that would be so awesome i'd love it i'd love that so much but i'll give you shield upgrade von reg is cool but Shut don't up. get entirely one shot. Uh, but yes, so this is uh, Von Reg. He has Marksmanship, Lone Wolf, Deuterium Power Cells, and Magballs. Getting the nice six Magpulse out there. You got Malarus with Magballs. You got LeHughes with Proud Tradition, Pattern Analyzer, Special Forces Gunner. Getting that Pattern Analyzer, Lock or Evade, and then using your standard action for the Proud Tradition. And you have Kylo in the Whisper. This one, um, popular, has instinctive aim, brilliant evasion, concussion missiles, optics, and the config. And then you got DT-798 with the Deterium power cells. Uh, you're seeing DT pop up a lot more. Um, that people realize that Deterium power cells has another ability that doesn't just regenerate a shield. <laughs> <laughs> they realize that you can trade the strain off DT for a stress kind of turn him into Scorch. Um, yeah. But depending on the situation, right? If there's high initiative ships, you don't ever need to take the stress, and then it becomes a, a shield upgrade. If they have a lot of low agility or lower initiative ships, like like Padme Triple Arc, right? And then you can just take the stress. So you get some flexibility in there. And also you have an I-6 double modded mag pulse and an i5 double modded mag pulse and an i5 jam <laughs> so you you really don't get a lot of um actions out of here and all the ships kind of operate independently as well which is a really nice feature about this list yeah. there's zero tethering yeah i will say like yeah. the kylo has the option to have that fanatical instead of um the brilliant evasion which i prefer just personally like then I can be ag a lot more aggressive with Kylo. Um, and I will tell you, I have 100% rolled three dice on a concussion missile and gotten a hit, an eyeball, and a blank 
and had fanatical active and been able to convert all of those. And that's pretty dope. Um, that'd be cheating. Fanatical's only primary attack. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's only primary. It's okay. All right. All right. People well, do it I all the time. Yeah. Nobody caught me. No one caught me. So. <laughs> um, no, but I agree. I hate brilliant innovation with a passion. I went on a long rant about that on the other podcast. Um, but <laughs> yes, like I would prefer fanatical. I can see an argument for proud tradition as well, especially because you have optics. So if you do do the red maneuver, you can still have the instinctive aim, optics, concussion, is still active. Um, but the vast majority of the people bring brilliant innovation because apparently the vast majority of the people just roll paint on all their green dice no matter what. But not evades. <laughs> just, just focuses. <laughs> yeah, it never works very... for me. So I, I have only triggered it with with ships that convert blanks to focus results. And I'm still a fan of barrage rockets, unlike you, Zober, the pattern proud. I agree. I like that range three out the back. Yeah. But um, I don't think there's not a lot of like target locking. I mean, you have like Von Reg, but Von Reg's probably spending the lock. Same with Malaris. So you're not using Lehue's ability to like reroll. Though, like the barrage rockets, like you don't have like a midnight in here or um, like one of the silencers. Uh, like Hilo can do it, but how like Gilo doesn't generally take the lock, right? Because you're not linking that into a jam, so you don't get as many opportunities for Lehu's as Lehu's just operating independently doing like a one hard lock focus. So yeah. I can see an argument for it. I still prefer the barrage rockets. Yeah, I do too. But you know, I think I, I think the difference is what you want to do with your Lehu's. I will tell you, my Lehue's barrage rocketed out the butt. Sometimes will roll hit blank blank, and then you just go, "Hmm, it's a sad Lehue's." Hmm, but I don't know. I they, I, I, I don't know. The Lehue, for me, the Lehue's with the pattern analyzer, like it just means you're going to be extremely aggro with it, or you have to be. Like you have to be a lot more aggressive with that one. Um. And I, I don't know. I still would go with the. I don't know if I would go with Prodigy either. <laughs> After, I don't know. Maybe I would because nobody else um, cares. But you, you're the only one that's ever flipped that on me. So. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a, a also an argument of I'm not bringing Barrage Rockets because I don't own like 19 charge tokens. Oh, I, I do. I love that Barrage Rockets. So yeah. there's a. Oh, it's like even more because Malaris has one ability, right? So it's like 21 like charge tokens and so many. So, but no, this is, um, this has been popping up. It, it controls really well. So if you have a lot of, uh, like problems, like, like Han, Han still doesn't want like a mag pulse and I, you know, uh, or a lot of jams from Kylo and all that kind of stuff. And it, it could hit really hard. Also, an I six von Reg jam really just ruins a lot of loops because they're either going to lose their lock for the proton torpedo and force the instinctive aim it for only having one force, or they just don't get the proton torpedo. Yeah, and I like that too. I think you know, 
I don't know, maybe next year we'll do a segment where we talk about what should you be bringing to store champs if you still have them or what should you be bringing to worlds? Because I think one of the things is jam is uh, more important now than it ever has been. Like it has not been an important feature um, in X-Wing that for a while, at least um, because of some of the insane amount of tokens we used to be able to have. <laughs> um, but now we're down to, you have a force a carrier to, I don't know. I, I, I just, I think I, I don't know what you would do to <clears throat> FO to make them top of the, the thing, unless you were like, Hey, here, have a Kylo at four points. But um, I think the jam is just so important right now. Yeah, it, uh, it really is. So, all right. The next one is a non Padme list, thank God, um, in Republic, because my Padme in Republic does not live. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. I don't know how people kill my Padme all the time. I gave up. I was flying that Padme in Arcs list, and then I got pissed off because people just like kill my Padme, and then I couldn't, like, like if they if they don't one round it. I'm usually okay, but if they run round Padme, it's just, it's over. Like, I can't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Um, it's almost it's, like that list is very overrated. Could Gosh. be. Um, but, and, and, and it, we haven't talked about, like, what are the centerpieces inside of each of these factions, right? But Anakin is been, in my opinion, more of a centerpiece than you would say Padme is in my opinion, for four points, at least. So Yeah, well, you only have one I-6 on the whole faction, so you better yeah. bring them. <laughs> and being <laughs> I-4 is, is really nice. But yeah, this list is actually... Uh, it, it's it's increasing a lot in popularity. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, so you have SOC Anakin. Uh, SOC Kickback, that's the I-5 Diamond Boron one. Uh, SOC Oddball, SOC Wolf. Then you got Click with R3... Besh config and crack shot, which is pretty much any, all you need on them, right? You don't really need a bomb. <laughs> Sucks that you yeah. don't have dedicated, but it is what it is. And then you have slider with dedicated. So you have um, an I6, two I5s, and three I4s. So you get a lot of flexibility in this list. It's very defensive between click, the sliders dedicated, selfless, and the evade from kickback. And um, it it actually works uh, pretty well for objectives. Like it, it is a six chip list. Um, you have two medium bases for assault. Uh, Anakin can scramble. You have um, born for this to help out for anyone who doesn't get actions by picking up the crates, or for doing the scramble actions. So. Uh, it's just uh, it's a tough nut to crack, right? It's just you have to have a lot of spike damage, or be really good at <laughs> like range control in order to like really do a lot of work in this list. Yeah, and this list to me, this list has versatility, right? Like you don't have to with kickback always take the evade token. You can take a target lock, and you know you could take your target lock preemptively and not shoot it. Right, you can just say, "Hey, I'm going to keep it for next turn." I could take my my evade the next turn, and then you then you've got an evade to pass off plus the target lock. I mean, I do, I'll, <clears throat> I'll tell you the only thing I hate about this list is I cannot stand kickback style. Like I hate their dial. 
I hate torrent styles so much. They just bother me all over the place. But you're probably not stressing him very often. Yeah. I mean, to use the ability, right? Because you get that evade barrel roll target lock. But beyond that, I mean, you're pretty much going to go straight or just slightly to the left or right. <laughs> That's it. I mean, like they have white turns, like the two, the two turn is white, so they can still turn. It's not they, like they a lambda. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're they're just kind of like a an earlier version of the B wing, right? So yeah. Yeah, and the yeah. other part of it too is just it's just so much beef, right? You know, you got you got 10 hull or or sorry nine health on those arc 170s and then click to help negate range bonuses uh with his ability um and then anakin and slider uh just you know those those extra ships there that can help out with objectives and shots so it's a lot to like really go through and try to chew through the meat of this list especially with uh that um the uh the ability to pass off tokens <laughs> in between each other so yeah all right, and the last list we have, you called it just YOLO it. Uh, this is a list Dom has brought quite a bit. Um, Alex, what is this CIS list? So this is a list uh, um, with Sunfock in it. So you really have to be very good at flying the Nantex and also not be against falcons generally or in yeah. like large base things like rack but you know there's like this list or double fiber spray dirge and separatists that are consistently doing well so this one is sunfock with ensnare gravitic deflection and targeting computer you got dirge with proton cannons contraband seismic charges you got grievous with marksmanship shield upgrade impervium uh, SOC DIS T81, that's the funny reroll man. And then you got DFS 081, which is the vulture with uh, energy cell charges and independent calcs. And if you're going against small base lists, like uh, like 5T70 or something, if you have a lot of that in your kind of meta, uh, this is really good against those kinds of things. Uh, just the Sunfock pass off that tractor token. You can barrel people. Yeah, they can rotate, but also you can set up a proton cannon shot when they rotate. And then they have one less agility die, and they can't spend green tokens. Like, if you combo off correctly, they, you know, maybe they rotate towards you, and now their back's facing Grievous. So now he's getting rerolls. Uh, it's just a lot of... There's, there's some tricky things, but it's a lot of, like, just quality dice modification like reroll just gets rerolls right you get grievous who gets rerolls you got dirge who can hit really hard he's denying your green token sunfock can be a monster yeah and i will say one of the things about this list is you have two specific pocket aces is what i would call them um with the tri-fighter and grievous and yes, Grievous is not an ace. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> you you can sit. The, what I mean by that is you can sit each on each side of the board and and then say, tell your opponent, are you going to spread out or are you going to come pick one of them to get? 
And I will tell you, whenever I have D the T81 and they go after T81, that's the mistake. Go after Grievous. Like, like just go at if you're gonna invest the 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 firepower, Grievous has an easier time dying than T81. And because I'll tell you, if it's range three shots into T81, I get four dice the first time and usually two to three or at least three the next time, right? You know, and so if it's at range one. I'm getting three dice and then two dice every single time, no matter what. And I can always reroll whatever. It's not even like a Han results, right? Like that's, thank God this thing only has three health. Because if this thing had more yeah. than three health, it would just be, you know, shitty. And and if you ignore them, I'm going to outmaneuver you, right? Like I know, like I know, like that ship can force straight boost um, into a calculate or a target lock or an evade. And it can do all sorts of things. Um, I will tell you the funnest list I ever ran though is give me give me my my Aflax at three points and let me run two Aflax and T eighty one together. That's oh, that would that would be so much fun. Ten points right there, Sanfak and Grievous. Mm, that'd be my list. I was gonna say you should go after General Grievous because you can always just kill T eighty one in like two shots. So you might as well go after Grievous first, knock him out of the board, and then just turn in. Yeah. Um, it's just Grievous just is less maneuverable. It's so much more predictable. Yes, he doesn't like to die, but yeah. If, if, if you focus on Grievous, see, he doesn't always live. So. Well, yeah, all right. Absolutely. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, and the, the other part too is right, uh, is taking advantage of uh Sunfax and Snare, right? Uh in conjunction with Grievous and T81. Um, you can really force your uh your opponent to get into that disadvantaged state. I mean, just when you think you're you're going to, you know, go face off against one of these ships, then a snare can come in and force you to be facing the wrong direction or go right past them where you're now out of uh, you're now not able to face them and they're gonna get their rerolls or that outmaneuver on top of that too. So um being able to really leverage that ensnare um really makes that list even more deadly imagine being tractored and then getting outmaneuvered i mean you're you're not gonna be rolling any dice so well all right well thank you all this has been a fun time um we, we're gonna end the episode here uh we're not gonna go any further um we're already an hour and 40 minutes in uh, one of the things that would be awesome is if you have your opinions, thoughts, comments, things you want to see on the podcast, um, you can hit us up on Discord or you can send us an email at planningfacesyndicate at gmail.com. Um, we have some things coming up in the works that we're working on um, for the future here. But right now, what I, we really just need to focus on getting some time with some family, taking a little bit of a breather and um, coming back, hitting hard next year. Now, if you're in Michigan and you're listening to this because we're a Michigan podcast because JJ doesn't count and he's a Lions fan Lions now. So, on. Yeah. yeah, he's a Lions <laughs> fan now. So, um, we have two more store champs. And to my knowledge for Michigan, that's it. So they're gonna we're going to have January 14th in Zeeland, Michigan. We're going to have an out-of-the-box tournament. Come celebrate Zach's birthday. It's a Sunday. We got the store to ourselves. We can order pizza if we want for lunch. We can you can um, bring beverages you would normally not bring into a game store and nobody cares there because there's literally going to be just us in the whole store. Um, 
So right now I have the settings capped at 20 people, but we will go higher. If we could get 32 people, that would be amazing um, turnout. And JJ, of course, you are always invited uh, yeah. to come. Eternal I'm... will be on the 20th, which is a Saturday afterwards. If you would like to come to that, that is on the east side of the state. So those are the last two um, tournaments that we have. Eternal is also capped at 32 as well. Um, a little bit closer for east siders, farther away for uh, uh, Chicago people. But hey, I'll tell you what. If you can help us make these the best store champs possible, we have the cost set pretty low. Uh, $10 for a person for the Zealand one and $15 a person for the um, Detroit one. So we're we're keeping the, the cost low, folks. Come out and at least have fun with us. How about that? You don't even have to worry about winning. Just come out, have fun. Let's let's make a day of it. And uh, yeah. And one other announcement for here in North Carolina, uh, the Atomic Empire Store will be having their last store championship on Ju uh, January 13th, which is a Saturday. Um, come out uh, so that we guys can come there. Um, I will be there. I will uh, make every attempt to stream that particular uh, event. And uh, I am personally putting out prizes on behalf of our podcast. Uh, we have some custom painted chips that will be giving out as uh, prices that'll be raffled off at the end of the event there. Um, so come over there. We'll hope to see a lot of you guys out there uh, come out to the store. Again, that's going to be January 13th um, over at Atomic Empire in Durham, North Carolina. Uh, and uh, we hope to see you guys over there and uh, have a great time. All right. Well, thank you all so much. Uh, I won't lie and tell you that we might not. We might stream. I don't know. We might stream like a game here or there or something like that over the holidays, but we're not going to commit Star to Wars anything. Um, we do have, yep, JJ and I played our first Star Wars, uh, my first Star Wars Unlimited game, and I beat them. Um, and, yes, you okay, did. Alright, I have to I have to tell you, because this is this is the best part about it. I don't, I never even know how to play the game, so JJ's like, screwing me over half the game, like, not telling me <laughs> something, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, by the way, you could do this and that. So I get this card, I don't remember <clears throat> the name of the card, but whatever card I get, I was running Vader. And oh, by the way, in Star Wars Unlimited, Vader has the same ability that he has in X-Wing. You basically just get to do a damage for free for like a dollar. Like that's basically what he does. So it's, it's pretty amazing. So I do my Vader thing and he gets Thrawn on the table. Thrawn's at full health. And what does Thrawn have? What? Uh, six health. Yeah. yeah. And so I do my one damage and then I have this card. And so JJ just doesn't think nothing of it. And all of a sudden, I play this card, and I go, oh, I can afford this card. It does five damage. That kills your Thrawn before you can activate, right? It's like a four-stroke, like, I think. Yeah. He's like, god damn it. He's like, yeah. Four-strokes Thrawn and kills him. Yeah. Like before Thrawn could do anything. It's like the movies. Yes. <laughs> uh, it was great. Um, but so far, I ha I'm enjoying the game. Um, I finally created an account. And um, yeah, so I don't know. Obviously, that's not our podcast, but during the holidays, um, I want to mess around with it because I like card games and I like Star Wars. So it's kind of like two things that fit into my bubble. So if anyone hey, and if anyone wants to buy my uh, Star Wars Destiny collection, I have a full collection. I'll happily sell it to them so I could buy some Star Wars Unlimited cards because <laughs> uh, that's what my wife told me. She goes, you own too much shit. <clears throat> you got to sell something at some point, Tanner. But. 
anyway, thank you all so much. If you support the podcast, if you just tune in every week and support us that way, if you share our, our information with our friends, thank you so much. We appreciate every one of you. We hope that you all have a happy holiday and a safe new year coming up. With that being said, I'm going to sign off. This is Tanner. Happy holidays, everybody, from JJ. Happy 2023. Yep. Thank you all. We'll see you in the new year. Have a good night, everyone.